0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another Dama Nerds episode 4-7. I'm super excited to be in the virtual studio with so many amazing people, everyone. We're the hosts. My name is MJ, coming from Japan, and I'm always accompanied by my buddy over in Canada, hanging out with all the beavers (laughs) and whatnot,
1: Rod Dama. What is up? Hey, what's up, nerds? It's back again. Episode four, seven. I'm just as excited to be here. I think it's going to be a good episode. It's like, it's always a good episode. I mean, I've never had a bad time recording a Dominer's. Never. No, um, but for those of you wondering, for me, it is Thursday, March 25th, 7, 16 PM, the 13th year of Sander. Yeah, and uh, MJ, what you what time you got over there, dude? It's We're eleven in sixteen in the morning,
0: Friday in the future. Oof. Getting ready, I'm TGIF ing over here. So nice, stoked Look. for this one. Another reason why I'm excited for this episode. Hey, <laughs> episode four seven, everyone. Uh, this one is the scheduling of this one. You know, we took a little speed bumps, a few <laughs> speed bumps to get this one out, but still is an idea that me and Rod had. So. March, everyone, I think you remember, like, there was a big announcement everyone on SNS at the beginning of March was saying, like, International, like, Women's Appreciation Day. I saw a lot of things saying day, but it's actually the yeah. full month, everyone, so mm-hmm. like, let's focus on the ladies in the Dhamma community, put a huge spotlight on them, because in reality, like, there should be spotlights all the time for everyone, like, equally, like, let's get the love everywhere, like, why does it got to be cut short? Just be long like yeah. my hair, just like, everywhere. So today, <laughs> everyone, I'd like to introduce our guest, Rach Damas, as well as, get this everyone, co-host for these next few episodes, Haley Bischoff. What is going on?
2: Thank you guys for having us. Yeah. Thank you for letting me co-host this and help interview Rach. This is going to be super fun. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks for Skip. having me.
1: I mean, I guess everybody, we've done an episode with Haley, so if you guys haven't heard that you gotta pause right now, go back listen to Haley's episode, and then come back and jump back in where you left off Exactly um, And in that episode, you'll remember we talked about Click Clack Radio which was the predecessor of the Kandawa podcast and so, yeah, so Haley's yes. dust, dusting off the mic, coming back for hells yeah. episodes How, 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 how you doing? Yeah yeah.
2: Um, you know, it's bringing back a lot of really great memories, you know, uh, nowadays we have Zoom and better technology because when we were doing it, we were just like totally winging it. You guys have it way more together than we ever did. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, Maybe not our cool first
3: that.
1: episode, but yeah. Yeah, first
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I for sure. Help co host, just hang out with you guys. I mean, overall, it's sucked to not have Dama events. And yeah, absolutely, this is better than nothing. And it's nice to just see your guys' faces and have a little chat. So, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: awesome. Yeah, awesome. And just to explain to everyone, I just want to be like super love translucent. It. I love some, it. Some people might be like, well, cool. Like, Haley's uh there a, as a co host. It's like, but I wonder why. And It's like we're going to be focusing on women in the community and, of course, the good points, but also want to put a spotlight on some of the harder points that me and Rod don't feel so comfortable talking about, Uh, even though, of course, we're supporting and for it. We feel that there is something that can be lacking if it's just us two guys talking. So that's why, Haley, we... Mm -hmm asked you to come on and just want to explain it to everyone it's just you know because we're what's all, all about love and just sharing as everyone already knows like that's the best part yeah. of the kendama community but recently mm-hmm. f- since the beginning of 2021 there's been a lot of negative shit but let's start off positive right rage yeah. <laughs> rage yeah. <Rach>, damas <laughs> let's talk to you thank you for coming on and being a, a yeah. guest on the Dama Nerds, uh, if some people maybe don't know, or maybe you do, very active on Instagram, uh, a, mm-hmm. a big Kenjama player within the California scene for a long time. How long has it been, actually, Rach? Uh,
4: I mean, compared to a lot of people, it's not too long, but I... Picked up my first Dama actually way back in 2013. Didn't know what it was. I got mm-hmm. it at like Target for like a white elephant gift, and I ended up getting it back myself. So <laughs> I had that for a few months. Destiny. lent it to a friend. Yeah, I lost it forever. It had been a few years, and then in 2016, um, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but Steve, uh, my boyfriend, he was on the same dance yeah. team as me, and he had one, and I had not seen one in a few years. So mm-hmm. I got back into that, and it was maybe MKO 2017 when I started kind of consistently playing, nice. and growing a collection that we all know and love. Yeah, yeah. Steve. Yeah.
1: Steve, for those of you who don't know, is Steezy Wonder on the on the good old Gram? So shout <laughs> out, Steve. <laughs> great <Yeah>. name, Steezy <laughs> yeah. Wonder. Come on. It is a great instant name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, you said that you went to MKO 17 in mm-hmm. 2017, rather not the 17th MKO, but, uh, was that, that wasn't your first event though, was it?
4: My first event was something called OJO. And I think that was mm. 2016. Yes. OJO 2016. That's something that Kendama OC at the time would host annually. Um, mm-hmm. first event, super exciting. I loved the vibes of everything. And I just wanted to be there as like a spectator because it was just so fun, and yeah. for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm not super extroverted, so like I loved being around it. I just loved being the observer, um, <laughs> and that's kind of what got me into staying in the Kandama community was because the vibes were always really good, and I stuck with it. So
1: nice, nice. And yeah,
0: you, you touched upon uh, a big group in California, the OC. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was headed by now. Actually, that's one that I don't know so much about because there's a lot of like little teams that were growing at the beginning. um, And I was I could only see from a distance um, through the computer screen. But that was organized by Alex Hirota.
4: Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So when I when I first joined the scene, uh, he was definitely heading it. Uh, Steve at the time was on like their group board i don't know exactly what it was called at the time but uh they would organize events and everything like that i think now it has kind of transitioned especially over the past like year or so with everything being super non-existent uh, <laughs> but they are starting to pick up some more jams here and there uh right now i believe jacob watts he's in kinamosi as well he's kind of kind of handling a lot of the IG on that side of Kendama OC. But yeah, things are still, still here. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Nice. That's good to hear. (laughs) I remember Kendama OC. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead.
2: Okay. So I have a question since you kind of started out with dance and you said that you met Steve through dance. Well, first question, I do want to know what it's like to be in like a fun Dama relationship, but I also want to know how the dance scene and the Dama scene compares in terms of events and like oh, energy yeah. and life. So whichever one you want to answer. I mean, I can answer both. <laughs> um, it's
4: kind of funny because he, he dances and kendamas, and so do I. Um, I think he kendamas more than I do. And like, I kind of dance more than he does now. And it's kind of like, it depends. We do, we do love to do both. Uh, it's pretty fun, honestly, being in a, I guess, Dama relationship at that point, uh, because <laughs> it's not like this foreign thing to me that I guess some people have in relationships where like, you got to do your own thing, which obviously is great no matter what, like you don't have to both do the same things. Uh, it's pretty chill because we would end up wanting to film stuff, so- stuff and it would be kind of at the same time as us being on a date. So it was like kind of killing two birds with one stone i guess in that sense um so it's pretty cool uh it can be also like a motivation and a growth factor in our relationship because things come out when you are competitive with things when you're trying to learn new things and so when i'm by myself and i was playing kendama i would get so frustrated and things like that and he would be someone that could ground me and like tell me like it's okay like it's it's a process and things like that and like we can do that for each other so it's pretty it's pretty cool for the most part <laughs> um and then as well as the dance community with the events versus Dhamma events i feel like kendama events are more chill because like you kind of like show up and everybody's just hanging out vibing and then you have like these brackets and everything is super Laid back, but still competitive. It is slightly different in the dance community. Uh, I obviously haven't been in it for too long. I started dancing on our team in 2015. So it's been five coming up on six. And competitions can be kind of iffy depending on what competition is. So mm-hmm. it's not really like the kendama scene where like if we all have competitions, everyone kind of knows all of them and we can go to all of them. Uh, And in the dance community, it depends where you're from, like what category you're in and like what you what your division is. So then certain aspects of competitions when you show up are either like super not awkward, but just like dialed in and focused and you kind of just are focused on your own team. And then it's like good vibes, like once you're like walking by someone or it's less interactive in my in my eyes um, when it comes to leading up to the competition. But all in all, like the vibes are pretty similar. It's just a group of people that love to do the same thing. And you have like similar or like slightly different goals, but you're just here to partake in your passion and you so happen to compete with it and it's super fun. Yeah. nice.
1: I have a question, actually, um, that pertains to dance battles versus kendama battles. Since we all know catch and flow is kind of based off of like dance battle style, you know, the 45 seconds head to head two rounds. Um, something that I've always thought was interesting and funny and is uh, that in kendama, we're all like you know everybody's very supportive on stage we're all just like yeah man let's do some tricks like hell yeah we're gonna get up there do some oh you did so good dude like you know i'll go up to my opponent give them a hug on stage and just be like yeah that's so sick like whatever but when i see dance battles and shit people are like yo motherfucker you're going down i'm gonna take you out you're gonna be fucking buried after this comp. you know like crazy shit so it's like a lot more like like i want to say like headstrong like competitive kind of thing is that something that i'm just like seeing or is that like a real vibe
4: I, I mean, it's definitely valid. Um, I've seen that, especially when I was growing up and I was watching like things about dance. Um, mm-hmm. At least for our team, we don't really do battles like that. Um, it's more so either like break dancing. Um, that's more like kind of that guess, vibe yeah. of competition and like battles in that way. Um, however, like. I feel like it might be, like, the physical part of it and, like, the, Mm -hmm. like, mentality. So I feel like people started doing that because it would give them confidence and, like, kind of, like, make them focus on, like, I can do this better than them. Even if it's not really, it's just so that you're focusing while they're dancing. Yeah. That, like, you can get back into it. But, and I guess with, like, Kendama, it can be like that. Maybe some people slightly do that. I don't know. Yeah. I've
3: seen it a little bit.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but like because kendama is more like mental and like kind of focus in on like what you're holding rather than like the like the out like energy that comes from your like body Mm, i guess it's slightly different but um our team we only do battles for like when we're having competitions and we have a set where you have a spot and like somebody wants your spot then Mm. you battle but it's not really like uh you do this and then I do something completely different. It's like, you do this and I'm going to do the same thing. And then whoever does it better ends up being in that spot. So Ah, I guess it's pretty civil in that way for the way that we've done battles on our team, but I definitely see where the Mm -hmm. (laughs) the anger and like confidence (laughs) and the over like cockiness came from.
1: And like, battles. I don't know, I feel like it's kind of like a good thing in competition, like maybe not like after the comp, I'm sure these guys all like bro down and just like, yo oh, what's up? Like, you know, it's a good, good, good battle, whatever, whatever. Like, I'm sure there's no like, well, maybe there is sometimes some beef or whatever. But anyways, um, I've always thought that that was interesting. And something like this, it's kind of funny, like something I have always kind of wanted to do, but never really had the thought in my mind at the time or the opportunity really is like kind of to bring that. And it's not kind of out of character for me as well, but to like bring <laughs> that, that energy to the like Kendama battle kind of thing. Like for example, what the one idea I had, that there's only a few people I would do this to, but like to be on stage like head to head and just like walk over to them and just grab their Dama and just compete with their Dama and just like, drop it like walk back over and drop (laughs) it like a mic and be like you know what i mean like it would it just just like mind games kind of like you're saying though because it like if i was to do that then it's like if i did that and i messed up then it's like well Good, nice one, dude, you know, yes. <laughs> like, that's not going to get me any bonus points. But if I go sure. out there and like get some good tricks in, then it's like now they're like, well, fuck. Now I got to do that. <laughs> right. And, I don't know. I just like thought of those two. And so I thought it was an interesting little
4: uh, Yeah, that's tidbit. actually something. Yeah, re- oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go you're ahead. good.
2: You're good. <laughs> so the reason I asked about that is because I went to a dance battle or like event at District Arts where we did all girls event in Vegas. And I didn't mm-hmm. know you came to that one. And it was like a breakdancing battle and they were in like a huge circle. And I mean, I don't know the whole scene as well as you do, but it totally reminded me of like back in the day when we would have Dama circles at events and, and like someone those. would pop in and like freestyle yeah. and pop in. And it looked to me felt like the same energy and like vibe, except for the fact that there was like a whole nother level of like cockiness and ego in like the breakdancing scene. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's for the reason you said in what you're doing mm. like to make the other person intimidated by your by your stuff yeah, yeah. That way and as much but yeah. yeah
4: I think it's kind of not necessarily like a coping because some people are like kind of really cocky when it comes to that stuff and really really good um <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't if even if I did something like that I definitely wouldn't be someone that could you know show off in that cockiness way and like be in someone's face i would literally have to rely on like my skill set <laughs> um and mm-hmm. just do that but the way that i mean i wasn't around the dom scene when there were like doma circles that actually sounds like something that our team does we call it a freestyle circle um but it's not really a battle or a competitive thing it's more so like at the end of practice we would just circle up mm-hmm. and then we would play different songs and whoever was feeling it would go in dance, and then, like, you would pass it on to somebody else. So, in that way, the vibe is, like, completely the same.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah.
1: like, that's, like, kind of how, like, the whole freestyle Kendama scene kind of came to be really, was, like, from... Us. Like, I remember at the Gloken Cup in 2013, there was like a freestyle circle there. And it was just kind of like what you're describing from the dance thing is that we had a circle of all of us and we put a song on, and just like whoever's feeling, you jump in, you do a trick, you jump yeah. out. And then the next person jumps in, does a trick, jumps out. And it wasn't like, they weren't giving prizes away. They weren't doing nothing. I mean, there's been times where somebody was like, yo, that was sick. And then just like throw a dom at you or whatever. But like, for the most part, it's just for the vibes. It's just for the fun, just to show some tricks. Just like, yo, I was working on this new one. Like, check this out. You go in and try it once, right? Something like that. And yeah, I think that's like a cool thing. It's it's always, that's always been like one of my favorite things to do with, like, as far as like Kendama, like, gathering like event kind of things go is like it's just no like i like a competition but like just like the good vibes just you know just get in there and throw down a little bit right i think the best
0: the best part about that is just like giving each other confidence and giving them a space to get ready for possible like going on stage and doing an actual competition uh, where the spotlight is really on them so it's like get Mm -hmm. the jitters out in a safe zone with all your buddies and that's probably mm-hmm. why many different types of uh, uh like sports or groups clubs do this style of thing where you're in your community your team but then there's that kind of practice space so that's mm-hmm. like the that's the best part about it i want to step back mm-hmm. though and go to the whole like i, I had an epiphany on possibly why In the the dance scene, there is more of a kind of like a boxer mentality, like you're in an actual fight compared to the damas, because what I'm guessing is that kendama is growing along still, and it's been growing recently since everyone started having smartphones, since everyone had their own SNS, social media account. So then everyone's posting, the community is not only like tight, where in the dance, uh, scene it's been going on for long before the internet so it was almost like felt like gang I'm probably it possibly even could have grown like out of like a gang s- scenario where instead of actually fighting let's fight like without hurting mm-hmm. each other in like this dance battle so there was like that anger that was there behind it but with Dama it's all we're all on on the internet, like sharing, and we all know each other. So when you go to an event, like you were saying, Rachel, like, like it's so relaxed. And I feel it's relaxed because everyone's like, I know you guys already. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would probably be from what I'm thinking from us talking just now, that's probably like the key to why Kandama has this feeling, this vibe of just like friends and positive energy like all the time.
4: hmm yeah. It's actually crazy that you say that because I'm like reflecting on like the past like couple years when it comes to the dance community, even though I'm not in the breakdancing community, I'm still like in the like competitive hip hop dance community. And the more we've been online and like the more you have social media, like you post videos of you dancing and things like that. Those are like, I guess, credibility things where like people know you can do these things. And so it kind of alleviates that pressure. And I guess not like front like when you come to a competition because it's like oh I know you from here and I've already seen this so there's no need to like act and like present yourself like no one yeah. knows you because a lot of people already know so that is actually kind of faded in a way where it's more like communal which is nice like at least for our team uh the last like I guess the last time we had a competition. <laughs> was forever ago, but in like 2019, 2018, we had like three different uh, competitive dance teams like who weren't really like super close, but we started getting close. We had like um, kind of like a showcase, like in a practice run on the same day as a competition, just because like we wanted to share vibes with each other, even though we were competing against each other. So it was like Mm -hmm. a mini practice competition, but more so just like a rehearsal, like have fun, like showcase. And yeah. I honestly, I haven't been in the scene for that long, but I feel like before social media, that probably wouldn't have happened.
1: Yeah, So yeah.
4: it makes sense.
1: <laughs> right, That's interesting. Yeah. So we were, we're kind of talking about like women in the kendama scene and whatnot. It's kind of like the theme of these episodes, I suppose. But uh, so I just thought of this. So in, if you go to a kendama event these days, there's, it's very heavily a male dominated sport or game or whatever you want to call it. But don't um, you know, dominate yeah. <laughs> Wow, I didn't even think about <laughs> that. Very punny MJ. But anyway, so there's not not a whole lot of women at these competitions or in the scene really. Or um um, so how does the dance scene uh compare to that? Is it the same kind of vibe or is it more of a mixed bag or would or is that something you've thought of or
4: I I'm pretty observant. And like when you say that, I don't really think I can see like a predominant uh, kind of between the two whenever I go to a dance competition. Mm -hmm. Uh, Granted, there are like a few teams that are either all female or all male. Uh, That's just because of their. Mm. I mean, that's uh, going to happen. And that's just going to happen. But for the most part, a lot of it is very mixed. And I feel like hopeful in that way because like you said, MJ, where like dance, the dance community has been growing for a very, very long time and Kendama Mm -hmm. is still growing. Um, I think that we're headed towards that way, especially with like social media and more and more women coming into the scene. Like even me seeing more and more Kendama accounts being created by women is awesome. Uh, So hopefully once we have more competitions and, you know, we're allowed to um, I think that'll start to change, but
2: yeah. yeah, for I also think on that note too, like, um, I mean, I obviously don't know the dance scene as well, but I think over the last like three years, three, four years, like there has been such an increase in the amount of women that play Dama. Mm-hmm. And I don't know really why that is. Maybe it is social media, um, or just like people finding out about it, you know, as the community grows as a whole, mm-hmm. but I don't know, it's been cool. And I think like. I mean, you've come to the AGKO, like you've been to MKO and you've done the girls comps as well, right? Mm -hmm. MKO or NAKO. So I think that also helps the female scene grow. And a lot of people have actually like come back and said, hey, this is more of a dividing thing. But that tends to be guys that say that and not girls. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, and it's not meant to be that way more than anything. Like it's meant to just help more girls feel excited and like not intimidated to compete and same thing with the all girls kanama video contest and you know all those other things we just want to see new faces and more faces and the more comfortable we can make it the better it's going to be so yeah
1: 100% completely yeah do you think
0: Haley that there's a spot because like like you said a lot, a lot of the people that say that having just a women's Uh, division is kind of making it segregating the whole thing. Like, shouldn't it it just be all mixed together? Do you think there's a point where possibly like now it's good to kind of give uh, motivation for, for the women in the scene to kind of, you know, go out and, and be part of this competition? Because just like looking at it, I think it's the same as if you're at a party or at a club, and like you can totally tell, like there's a click of people, like there's a click of people. You're not just gonna go in and be like, "Hey, what's up? My name is MJ. Want to buy right. me a beer?" Like, and that's how I think the kendama scene is for mm-hmm. for anybody. But you know, maybe for women, and, and this is what we're focusing on for for them to go in and be a part of a competition. But if there is an open space where it's like this is just for you, like pretty much this is like an invitation for you to like come out and show us what you got like don't be afraid because we want you everyone to feel safe and to be a Mm. part of it so do you think there's a a point where it can switch where it's like everyone's in it all all the women are a part of it and they feel like they're on the same level and all the guys like understand because there's still some guys who don't we've seen um where we don't need it or do you think like mm-hmm. it should always be there as the kind of like gateway?
2: Yeah. Well, first of all, I mean it's optional. It's not like you go to NAKO mm. and you're a girl and you have to enter the girls' comp. Mm-hmm. Like it's a hundred percent optional. So a lot of the girls that compete in the girls' open also compete compete in the normal open. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's kind of a statistics thing. Like, Mm. obviously, there's some girls that are absolutely crushing it at kendama, Like, especially, you know, the Itami girls and a lot of the Japanese girls. But there's so many girls that absolutely have the ability to be in top three at NAKL. But Mm -hmm. numbers game, it's like if there's 10 girls competing in Open, but there's 250 dudes, like, what are the chances? (laughs) So. You know, and I mean, I think that it's good to have it as an option. It should never be a requirement.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but on that note too, something like World Cup should be a mixed bag. I don't think that there should be a women's division for for World Cup because that is an actual all inclusive event mm-hmm. where we take wild cards for different countries, you know, that didn't make it in, and we even take a like a gender um, wild card now too. Yeah. I believe I yeah, haven't been it. since yeah. added, but. Um, I I do think that once there are more women or like it becomes more even like, I guess the answer to your question is yes, but I do think it's nice to have as an option. Mm -hmm. It could be the same as like an under eight year old category. You know what I mean? Like, Well, that's what I was
1: going to say, like compare, like, you know, we have like advanced and beginner categories as well, Mm. you know? Mm. So it's, it's inviting to people of like, that aren't just the gnarly shredder who's been playing for five years straight, you know?
2: It's totally not meant to divide. It's more just to like get more girls to just not be intimidated to compete Mm. and I know I talked about this a little bit in my episode with you guys I think but I had had so many women come up to me at MKO when it was MKO I guess um and say like you know I'm not competing I don't want to compete I'm just like you know I'm not good enough or I'm too scared and that sucked to hear that because they are all good enough and they all should get up there and do it you know even though it is scary but that's why we you know kind of started the whole girls division thing and Yeah. A little
1: bit of a secret, let you know, a secret about that. Everybody feels that everybody feels that fear, that little yeah. bit of nervousness I've been on stage. I can't even tell you how many times for Kendama. I get nervous almost every time.
2: Oh yeah. Me too. It's
1: like, for yeah. me, it's well, always been about like overcoming that. And like when you overcome that and you just like get out there and just do your thing, it just feels so goddamn good. Like nothing feels better. Yeah. You know what Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I just I, ho- I would like to think that people would like to conquer that as well and feel that. So I invite you all to conquer your fears. Get in there. Yeah. And just-
2: not, like all women are scared to compete. I'm totally not saying that. But no, no. no just been- <laughs> <laughs> About it to me. Um, But yeah, I mean, of course, Kandama is a very inclusive community as a whole. And I think we've done a really good job of just being welcoming and loving to a lot of people that have entered it. And I don't think the women's division or option to compete in that category is should change that, you know, it's just another division that's all it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs)
4: Yeah, I think that at the end of the day, um, it's more about like representation and like progressing towards like our goal, which is like a mixed bag, like wherever, right? Like the goal would be to have like all of the competitions like a mixed bag because, like she said, like the world cup, like that's. That's Mm -hmm. what it is because it has been there for so long. And if you get to that point, it's what it is. You know, like it's, if you think about it, it's like the Olympics or something. And then there's like smaller competitions that kind of help you train to get to like where you want to be. And I think the perception of like, I get why and understand why someone would think that it could be more dividing because of the way that they're looking at it. It's like, well, if you want them here, they should just compete with everybody. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, like if I, out of like 300 people, like 10 women show up and yes, they are able to compete with every one. The perception in their mind is that's super scary. And even if like the whole mentality of everybody is like, I'm super nervous, I'm scared. I don't want to compete. Or like, I'm super nervous, even though I've done this a million times, if I were a male and I was there with the 290 people out of the whole group are male, I'm more comfortable still doing it because I am a part of like the majority that's there. So it kind of Mm -hmm. blend in more, if that makes sense, because the 10 out of the 300 kind of stand out. And so the insecurity is kind of like multiplied by a hundred. So I think that that's why people mainly males uh, will think that it's more dividing than it is inclusive Mm. but i think the goal at like haley said is the inclusiveness of it all but it's not required it's optional like i remember i think uh claire uh she she like competed in the girls open as well as like the like regular or like the like the original open and that was super inspiring to me because like at that point I like didn't compete at all because I was like one of the people that Haley said where I was like, mm, I don't really think that I should do that because if I mess up, like everyone will notice. But at the end of the day, this is something that I've been telling myself, which might sound mean, but like at the end of the day, like no one cares about you that much. Like, it's I, true. like yeah. you put all of this pressure on you that if you lose your first round, that everyone will know but if you think about it, especially if like you're a beginner and like you're new to the scene, like kind of you can take that pressure off of you because you end up putting the judgment on you before anybody else does. So mm-hmm. it's like we kind of have to step back and just like let people, you know, have the option to do what they want to do until we can create, you know, that safe space for everyone to just feel, you know, super welcome like right away. hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like what you said about it just being more representation too cuz you know um, when you have a girls division like at, at NAKL if there's a beginner and inter- intermediate and open division for women for top 3 nine girls are going home with a prize. That's more than most competitions ever. Yeah. So yeah, you know there's no major cash prize so it's it is fair that if let's say I come in open and girls open and I win both, it's not like I walk away with two huge cash prizes, you know, it's, (laughs) it's its own thing, but yeah, the representation I think is really the key. Mm. So I'm glad it's a thing right now, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So how did you two feel when it, maybe for Haley, when it wasn't a thing or Rach, when you did go to a comp, did you see that there was a women's division and were you like, yes. Or like, Oh, like, should I just, so which one should I do? Was it confusing or was it a sigh of relief?
2: Haley, you want to go first? <laughs> sure. Um, well, I guess back when I started playing kendama, it was, I mean, 2010. So there was like not even huge competitions to begin with. Right, right. <laughs> um, but I did always feel a little bit of an intimidation just because I was actually legitimately like one of the only women like, mm. Maybe three, maybe I was the only girl at an event of like 50 people. That was the only girl, like actually no other people around. Um, so it was kind of intimidating, but it was also, I mean, it was never something that like stopped me or held me back from making any decisions or doing anything with kendama. but it was definitely intimidating. And so that's kind of why I was like, well, let's, you know, create an option to just get more girls, I guess, like psyched and motivated Mm. anything. Um, But yeah, I mean, I could go either way with it. I've never loved competing anyway. Like in general, I hate performing. I hate being on a stage. So I've never loved it. But um, it was intimidating at first, I would say. Yeah.
4: For me, uh, I actually, I'm one of like five kids, but there's like four of us that are girls. And my brother, who's the oldest, like he's the only guy. But I've always been someone that was, not super girly, and like I'm close to my brother. And when I'm not gonna lie, when I first kind of like I'm not really into competing either. But just from like the outside perspective, I was slightly confused, and I was like, "Why is it you know separated?" Or I was like, "Why why is it?" I was like, "They they can be just as good." And I, granted, I didn't know exactly like how it was set up, but that was just kind of my stubbornness of like if I wanted to do it, like I could, you know, beat guys at like a certain competition. And that was like my mentality, but like taking a step back of like understanding, like why it is there because of like where we are in like the timeline of Kendama. Um, it's definitely there. Um, for me, it was always intimidating. Competitions are just intimidating to me in general. Um, when it comes to dancing, I love competing as a team because it's kind of like Mm -hmm. whereas a unit rather than like I'm the center of attention there and I don't like that. Um, So when it came to competitions, I would kind of shy away in the, in the first place. Um, But I think if anything, it's more of like a motivation to want to compete in either both or kind of get comfortable depending on your personality. Like if you needed like the inclusion and like the representation and being in the all girls, like, kendama open and being in that division um, and becoming comfortable and more confident in kendama and then being able to do it like wherever and against whoever i think that that should be the goal but it's always going to depend on who you are uh like mm-hmm. Haley i'm not really super into competing either <laughs> um i just <laughs> love the vibes and growing and learning hanging out <laughs>
0: That's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I definitely think that there's, again, so many different types of people. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking like there should be the division or maybe it's not necessary or even just people who are going to the competitions to compete. There's plenty of us, uh, no matter what your gender, who are s- self-conscious about how they're going to perform or if they're going to underperform. Because I think that's the biggest thing. Nobody wants to bomb on stage. It happens, though. Oh, like, it happens. It happens. The worst, <laughs> worst case. Like, I remember what was it? Kendama <laughs> World Cup. The first one. 20 was that 14? 2014, 14. 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when they did like the freestyle?
1: <laughs> yeah. I know I knew
0: exactly where you were going with this. Just <laughs> you had like, I think they gave you like 15 seconds, something really crazy short. You it was had pretty a short. Line of people, like right next to the stage. It was like, a lot okay, of go, people. Go, yeah. go. And I remember getting up there and like shaking, but like still psyched because everyone's there like, yeah, Dama. So I get on stage and I'm like, yeah, go. And I'm trying this one trick and I continuously miss it. And I feel it's like just the second or third try. And they're like, all right, MJ, get off the stage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the feeling after that
0: sucked so much. So I definitely understand that. Or, or then, hey, guess what? And then what was it? 20 Four, no 2016 catch and flow. Oh uh, yeah. This is what I thought you were gonna say the first time. I was yeah. the first motherfucker to be on, the very first person to go. Yeah about the whole competition. And everyone's <laughs> like, and when I get there, like there's already a gang of people there, and they're like, oh MJ, yeah. They're like, good <laughs> luck. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I learned that, hey, okay, MJ, in 30 minutes, get ready. You're going to be the first one to go up. I'm like, man. But then I always remember what Rod said. He's like, don't worry. Like, Bonds is going to win. Like, don't, like,
3: <laughs> just
1: have a good time.
0: Well, that's no longer the certainty, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> That it once was. Not that it's not that that's out of the question ever. I don't
0: think. <laughs> right, right. It's depending on how he performs that year. But, uh, but yeah, like, perform. okay, just have a good time. And I go out there, but still, like, Having that feeling is like you're saying, Rod. No matter how much of a, a pro is on your business card or not, like don't worry, everyone. <laughs> get out to a yeah. comp, join it. I think it's really cool that now, that there's a, mm-hmm. we're all doing it on Zoom. So there's even more of an opportunity. You don't have to worry about traveling. Yeah, fixing your schedule to get out to a place. Even yeah. though it is awesome to see everyone in person, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's the best substitute that we have right now.
1: It is. Yeah.
2: I just it's going to go off when we all see each other like the next NKO.
1: Yeah. Dude, I keep saying, man, like, we're going to, we need a fucking farm or something somewhere right, away. Because right. <laughs> wherever we go, we're going to fuck it up. Like, yeah. it's going to, like, think of all the places we've already been kicked out of and shit just on yeah. a regular event. Like, we just
4: need to rent a plot of land. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, for,
1: yeah. yeah exactly. Like, and for, for Glow Ken's sake, we can't do it in Japan for the first time. Because, <laughs> They, I think they've been through enough because of us <laughs> oh my right definitely
0: the uh, super stoker style is the way to go for the first one where you open uh. up just like a camp a lodge have this huge space Dude. where we can all yeah. just go buck whizzy because if we do it at like a normal place we're all going to be in that fountain with bonds at the end you know they're going to need to get a bigger fountain.
1: (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But until that day, here we are in the zoom room. And I mean, it's really not the worst. Like it could be way worse. I've had a lot of uh, fun just hanging out with people on here, even though I'm just in my living room, even right now. Like, I mean, I'm just sitting here on my couch and like talking to you guys. Like this is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, Yeah. considering. Yeah. But alas, here we are.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't want to like continue. Cause just from our conversations, I feel like we're just like hammering on the same topic, but like, I just want to have people who are listening to this, who possibly don't, We'll probably all of us, all, all the, all the guys will never know how it feels to be a mm-hmm. woman in the scene. Is there anything that we should or shouldn't do to help that more women feel comfortable?
2: answer first, Rach. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So,
4: I mean, honestly, I can kind of hark on what I've, I guess, said before, um, either on my Instagram or like my live or whatever I've done. But it kind of comes to like this story of I'm an introvert. So like my perception of things could just I could kind of play a victim of like, oh my God, people don't like to talk to me or like blah, 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 like all these things. However, I have to kind of reflect on like what I do and I'm not very like in people's faces and like, hey, I'm Rachel, like nice to meet you. Let's have this conversation because I'm definitely not usually like that. Um, But I did for the first maybe like year or so uh, in the community because Steve is the one that kind of introduced me to the scene. I ended up kind of being this like, like shadow, that was like there and I would be like overlooked or just kind of ignored and like granted you can take it like maybe I looked intimidating to somebody or then maybe I gave off this thing where they didn't want to say hi to me but it felt very awkward and because mm-hmm. I'm an introvert like I wasn't gonna be like hey like by the way I'm I'm who I am like I just felt that um and it did come off kind of I guess exclusive because it felt like they would always like say, hey to like all the guys around me. And I was one of like maybe myself or like one to two or three uh, girls in the OC community that were playing. Um, And I think the only advice or like tip I would have is just to be more open-minded because I think that's like the root of the inclusiveness uh, because like mm-hmm. you can create like spaces where you include people and you invite everybody and you you want a bunch of like girls and guys to come through uh, to hang out but I think the route would be be open-minded and know that like the women in the community are new here and they are uncomfortable um for the most part or scared or even just intimidated and even though like, guys feel scared or nervous and intimidated and like nervous and things like that and uh you're learning and growing i think for those of you who are willing and it is in kind of like your skill set or your personality to be someone that like um lends out a helping hand and things like that to be the people that are the advocates for the women of the community where you introduce people and you just say like whatever you're comfortable with like just hang around them uh, get to know them because they're not the most confident yet. And that, that me, that's probably just me speaking on behalf of me or a few of my friends that I have um, met through this community is that we felt very unseen or unheard. Uh, not always to the fault of other people. Sometimes it does come from us being either introverted, insecure, whatever, quiet. Um, But it definitely does help for those people to kind of grab your hand and like help you through. Like if you can't see, like I can't go anywhere unless someone kind of helps me. Um, Mm -hmm. So just being more open minded and willing to introduce people as well as just have conversations with people. It doesn't even have to be about Kendama because I feel like a lot of the reasons why I met and have made friendships, um, in my community isn't even because they were only talking about Kendama. It was because you found something relatable with that person as a human being first. Um, mm-hmm. and then it, it's growing because I, I like to say that everything is transferable. So being able to talk about like what Kendama teaches you rather than like how you land this trick, you know? <laughs> um, because sometimes that kind of intimidates people where it's like, Oh my God, I can't do, I can't do that. I, I can't do juggles. I can't flip. But yeah. what I do know is like the concept of working hard to get something and like the feeling of getting that. So I think just being open-minded, being relatable, uh, lending a helping hand. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice.
2: Nice. Yeah.
4: Awesome. I guess I would
2: say like for for guys, just be inclusive. I mean, not people aren't, but just in, ge- you know, it's a general statement, just be inclusive to everybody who, who comes into the Kandama space, especially when there is a group of people that there are less of, you know, definitely the women and for all the girls in the community, just rep your shit, you know, <laughs> do what you like to do and don't be afraid to do it. Like, I threw food into my mouth for a month in November. Like in- <laughs> You're the best. It was like <laughs> dumb shit ever, but like, it's so fun. Like, and we all like, loved you it. To, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I ate so much food off the floor.
3: Yo,
0: I was so surprised how that avocado like exploded. Yeah. It just, yeah.
2: Like, well, it had hit the floor a few times prior. And then it just, we <laughs> were just like, it was just done. Um, but but yeah, do what you like to do. Um, like girls don't feel like you have to level up a guy, or it's it's not like that. Just do what you like to do and have fun and like find your find your friends and find your niche and just do mm-hmm. it.
1: It's yeah, it's it's an interesting time in the world with like everything that's going on, with like everybody kind of coming to realizations that you know, there's all this past of like. Separatism sexism racism all this crazy shit and like really we all are just fucking humans and we all kind of have forgotten that somehow you know and it's it's sad to see but it's like at least we can try and just like look at ourselves and just fucking learn you know like there's nothing wrong with like being like, oh shit, like, like, and I'm just as much at fault as anyone. If like, I'll like make a joke or something and be like, oh, that was definitely a little too far, Rod. Like, holy shit, you know, like, <laughs> or something like, like just as an example. Yeah. And so like, but all you gotta do is just step up and just correct yourself, you know? And just like in that situation, like, yo, like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to fucking do that. I just wanted to be funny, whatever, whatever. And now you're learning. And then next time you'll yeah. fucking think twice before doing something like that, right? So I'm yeah. not saying go out and make mistakes or like and be a dick and be like oh I'm sorry or whatever but like just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try, don't just let be that conscious. be the excuse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just be just be conscious that like we're all here for the same reason, you know, and we all just want to fucking hang out and catch some balls and some cups and just fucking <laughs> and have yeah. the and enjoy the fucking dopamine rush when you get it, right? Like that's yeah. all we all want. <laughs> like,
4: yeah, I think that it's crazy because the it's at the end of the day, like you're a human being. So like we've been doing trial and error since like the day you were born yeah. and like, depending on like your environment and like who your family is and who your friends are and things like that, like that impacts the way that you are and not everybody grew up literally as you. So at the end mm-hmm. of the day, like, yeah, be tactful and like mindful, but at the same time, like, know you're only human and you're not perfect. And as long as you, try your best to like be about your shit and like be a good person. Like that's all you really can do and listen to people if like they feel like they need to be heard. Uh, Like, yeah, don't like go the entire, your entire life being super selfish and like knocking people down, but also know that like all you can control is like you anyway. So Mm -hmm. as long as you're doing your best to be a good person, like just hang out, have fun, like spread good vibes and, keep going you know like that's yeah. you know life's too short and we gotta stick together because people are mm-hmm. people are fun <laughs> <laughs> things, <laughs> things get heavy and I need to like like do this sometimes because I just I can't handle too much of the I guess um weight of a lot of stuff like when it comes in hot and like oh I gotta go for like a week I can't <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
1: that's fair. It can get real heavy real fast.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: That's all good. We're mm-hmm. learning.
1: But yeah, it's like you know, growing pains, right?
4: Yeah.
1: yeah it makes I, you better. I like to think of it as that anyways. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Something, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: That's it. Yeah.
1: Just like the rest of the world, the Kendama community is also learning and growing and we're all, we're all humans. We're all doing the same thing. Just trying to live our lives and have some fun.
2: Yeah. I would have to say though, like we are very lucky in terms of like the, the people that are in this community. I have had little to no negative interactions or relationships or anything Like, like I really do feel like a majority of this community is just like here to have fun and like be friends. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. That's true too. Like the Kandama community is kind of, we do like, as a community, I feel like provide, like pride ourselves on being like all, all about the love and just like, like trying to be inclusive and trying to just like be there for everyone. And, you know, and supportive and all that good stuff. And I do think that like everybody does kind of do their best to do that. And even if like, even like myself or whoever, we all come sometimes fall short, whatever, trying to do our best, but we're all learning just like everybody else. It's it's a beautiful thing. It is. It is a
0: beautiful thing. The the, like one of the best, I think there's so many different communities. I think just because it's so fresh, so new, that's when Mm -hmm. like, we're kind of like the founders and are able to kind of create what it's what it's gonna be. We can mold it a lot more than stepping into something that's already there. Say like skateboarding, or even like yeah. a certain kind of like music genre. Like for me personally, I go to a lot of concerts. Well, I used to, but like yeah. heavy metal, like hardcore. There's like a, it's really like tight knit scene. You know, absolutely. And and there's already an image for it. So when you're a young kid and you see it, like that's what that is. You know. But with kendama, it's so fresh that. Uh, we're we're creating it as we go, and there's a lot of like you're saying, Haley. It's we're really lucky that there's a lot of positive minded people. Of course, there's a few bad apples, um, but thankfully they. It seems like they stay silent for the most part and just you know are hanging out with the rest of us. So so okay, cool. Everyone, as long <laughs> as we're not causing trouble and it, for stupid hateful reasons then we're all we're all good it's all high fives and down
1: spikes
4: <laughs> high <laughs> fives and down spikes i love yeah. it
1: although there's nothing wrong with a swing spike either you know yeah you can
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this has been a good episode so far yes we're yes talking so, about some good stuff
0: yeah 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 rach i also want to kind of focus on you a little more because i know that um you speak your mind very often. And even though you say, you know, you're, you're pretty shy that you do go on SNS and you do tell it like it is. And you even like say yourself that you're, you're, we you want to go out and help people be more mindful and, you know, become a better person or to grow in some sort of way. What was, uh, was there something that like happened with you or some like, thing that made you just drive be like yes like this is i just want to go out and help people or has that always been a thing for you
4: Um, not necessarily i think i at the end of the day like i even if like on the front end i definitely do get myself to like go live on something or just like share like my thoughts on something and stand up for like or give words because uh i've always been like an empath and even so like i've never really had like this giant like trigger like experience that like made me feel like I needed to do that but because I'm someone that can do my best to put myself in someone else's shoes or listen to people um, I had always been someone that my friends or like my family members could like come to and like talk to and so even as like an introvert it felt like a dis- like disservice to like have that information and not you know share the like the outlook of it and like what we could learn from it. And so uh, I had started this blog, maybe like a year or two ago, uh, just to kind of keep track of my like words and my thoughts to remind myself um, at the end of the day, uh, because I could feel really good and like self-love and self-growth and things like that. And I would like write it all down, but then like a month later, I would not understand that. And so I can now kind of reread my own perspective Um, but yeah, in the community, it felt like people around me, um, who didn't have like the best experiences or who didn't feel as included, um, because I wasn't very, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not super active. Like I, I definitely do play. However, at like events and jams in the beginning, I would kind of just be there and I would, hang out and so the people that would, you know, kind of chill on the back and like sit on the bench, like they would end up, we would talk, things like that. And I realized that even if I don't go through something, I realized that a lot of people go through things that I don't go through. And that's something that I've tried to be an advocate for is at the end of the day, like I can't speak on behalf of anyone but myself. Um, However, I can kind of propose these like ideas or situations where we're all on the same page, but like on like in like different areas. So like it's like all about perspective. And I think that for me, it's really hard sometimes. Like I'll like post something and I'm like, Mm. maybe I'll delete it because I get (laughs) because I'm like, I get scared because I'm like, oh, no, like I feel like maybe I could have worded that slightly better. Or maybe people will get offended or maybe someone won't like this. But yeah. at the end of the day, like I needed to use whatever platform I had um, to help those who needed like their voice to be heard because they couldn't like get the words out. Mm. But That's kind of where it started. It wasn't really like a situation or anything. It was like a gradual reflection on every community or aspect I've ever been in in my life. So mm. that's kind of where it came from. <laughs>
0: okay. And just like you were saying, like, uh, which was a good point, you know, Ben Harold, take notes, you're writing it down so you can look back on it and not forget it, which is, yeah, definitely a good thing. Me personally, I've just been like recently trying to figure out to be more productive and like just making a schedule, is super helpful We're making like a, s- a certain set of goals, so like writing stuff down. Everyone, like that's yeah, it- it's mm. good. So, me and Rod, like, I no, not just me and Rod, the whole friggin' <laughs> community, everyone, uh, got, I guess, a wake up call, not really, but well, kind of, hey, January 2021, Don went on a little spree that all of us know about. Uh, here on Dominors We're open We talk about this stuff These hard topics yeah. It's like when you sit down With mom and dad You gotta talk about The fucking birds and bees and yeah, shit Yeah you gotta learn about The
1: birds and the bees I was just You took the words Out of my fucking mouth Holy shit Kids are uncomfortable <laughs> Listening
0: to it The parents
1: are uncomfortable Talking about it yeah.
0: But hey But I, it's I just, reality Yeah yeah And this is actually When um, I saw you Rach And speaking so well on, on the point Because everyone Was saying something About it and, of course, there was good side, bad side. and People just, like, not saying, like, much, kind of being neutral. But there was still a lot of comments, and everyone was, like, going fucking crazy. And
3: mm-hmm.
0: no one knew, like, who to trust. Because even at that time, the whole world was, like, you know, COVID was still going. Like, everyone's, like, Trump, like, fucking talking about this is yeah. fake. This is fake in the whole world. Like, COVID has, like, brought up so much shit. That has been, yeah. like, in everywhere for, like, a long time. And it just, like, really, like, it burst the bubble. It opened that box to uh, to to really and see what the problem is and where a lot of people are just, like, I've had enough of this bullshit. Like, now it's kind of, like, almost like a revolution style to, mm-hmm. to step up against this stuff now. So, like, I just want to say, Rachel, like, thanks for that video because I'm sure there's a lot of yeah. people who wanted to say something but we're scared about doing it um, as well as just anyone who made a comment. Like it's really hard to really understand words through text. There's so much emotion that is gone. So mm-hmm. to you, to like step up, put, turn the camera on sure. and do that. It was like <laughs> very, very brave of you and just want to say thanks.
4: Yeah. Thank you uh, for even seeing it or wherever it was. Like I definitely did not plan on doing that at all. Like I was literally just having this maybe two hour conversation with Steve about it. And I just kept saying things over and over again. And I was getting more, not frustrated, but just like passionate about like wanting Mm -hmm. to like help better like our community in any small form or way. So, like when I went on it, I was like, ah, I think I say it in the beginning of my live too. I was like, maybe I'll save this. Uh, I yeah. don't know, <laughs> but I just decided to, even though like I'll look back on almost everything that I posted. I'm like, mm, eh. like it's <laughs> it's there now, and that's I think going back to the whole like the world like everything was on like a spotlight, and I think it was because with how amazing technology is and how helpful it is, like when COVID happened, everybody was always on the internet now like granted like everyone has always been on the internet and like everyone was always on the go but you were doing things and doing that you were going places and seeing people and interacting and like being distracted by so many things and in the past year you had no choice but to kind of like open your eyes and like see what is out there which is very scary and overwhelming um so when that happened Like it's completely understandable for Mm -hmm. people who have been cooped up forever to Mm -hmm. react right away and get super emotional and bring things back, especially if you're triggered in any sort of way. Like I completely understand that Uh, it was just a way to kind of take a step back and see perspective on like the goal is the same yeah and i think that that's something that i love about this community it's not like that the intentions or the motives are like opposite it was more like the way that people are doing things are slightly different and people were kind of going head to head and getting mad and having this war over like it should be done this way and like i feel like in order for us to progress it's not like if someone was being um like oppressed or if someone was being um insulted and and secluded and excluded for so long the answer isn't to like retaliate it on the other side like the goal should be like hey let's listen and see what happened and then like all figure out how to go that way because that seems to be kind of like a recurring thing with a lot of things where like yeah like um the whole like black lives matter and everything like that and Mm -hmm. like everything was just like no one's saying that all lives don't matter and like that's just that's just like my my take like because I believe in that sentence too but the the way that a lot of yeah the connotation behind everything kind of threw everybody for a loop and it was Mm -hmm. like take away like the like not the social media or, or just like take away the headlines of everything and just like read it for what it is and like mm-hmm. know that literally you're saying the same thing 100%. because like everybody knows i'm sure like everyone knows what the word all means like <laughs> and i'm sure like you take it like in context like that's part of it but like the reason was like i guess my like analogy was like if you have like two kids or three kids five kids one of them broke their leg right now right mm-hmm. like a lot of the attention and care is going to go to that child.
3: 100%. Right now. It doesn't
4: yeah. mean that your parents don't hate, don't like love the rest of you. It's just you realize yeah. that something is wrong and yeah. we need to, you know, nurture it and 100%. figure out like how like these people will not break their leg, you know. Like they did it by jumping off the roof. Like maybe don't jump off the roof. Like yeah,
1: that's maybe. kind of what
4: that was. Maybe yeah. <laughs> I tend to yeah. do that. I'm like mm, maybe you shouldn't do that, or maybe you should. Because, no, it's
1: it's good to give people know, the option, but maybe you shouldn't. <laughs>
4: yeah, I was yeah. like, I am not. You know, I can't dictate the way you live your life, but in, in my opinion, maybe you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, and like people I, like that. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I was going to say the same thing too, about like the black lives matter movement. And even now it's starting with like the stop Asian hate movement, all this stuff. It's like on top of COVID, like, like you were saying MJ, like COVID has brought out all this stuff, but those things in particular have like forced a lot of people to like, not only like look at this larger issue that's been underlying for generations, but also to look at yourself and to like learn like what the hell you're doing, you know, like, um, like even I myself, like like this is exactly what I was saying before, you know. Like I'm I'm a white male. I grew up in Canada. Like I don't experience any of that like racism, any of that like you know. Like I'm very privileged in that sense, and I like to think that I'm very inclusive and I like show love and that to every person equally. But I'm not without my faults. Like there's been times in my past that I think back on and I like, you know, think of things and I'm like, wow, like I really could have dealt with that better. Or like, wow, I really like kind of in that moment, like said that or something like that, you know, and I'm, and it's like just like everybody else is like we're all kind of looking at ourselves. And I just keep like I keep saying like we're all fucking learning. Right. And there's nothing wrong with learning. There's nothing wrong with being wrong. You know, you just got to kind of look at yourself and just be like, OK, accept it. I was wrong. And uh, now I'm fucking learning. And mm. that's what that whole, all of that was all about. Like, it's, it was, like you said, it was not that all lives don't matter. It's that, that these people specifically have been treated this way for a very long time. And it's bullshit. We're sick of it. Everybody's sick of it. So let's fucking fix it. Let's address it. Right. right? right. Mm. And yeah. like, and that was something too, like with the Danye thing, he brought that to light in the kendama community a lot more, maybe even more than. Most people wanted to more uh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And and, like definitely arguably in ways that were, I found unproductive and maybe a little bit more like you were saying, like, I forget the analogy you use, but like fighting fire with fire, essentially. Right. Like you don't just return fire. That's not how you end a war. (laughs) Right.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a crazy time to be alive. It really is. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> but it's like,
1: a, yeah, yeah. But I definitely hear, like, at the same time, things
0: could be, uh, we already understand. Rach, you kind of touched upon it. Just the delivery was off f- for Donye. And I hope he realizes that i think there's a lot of passion that he had behind it and that's why yeah. he spoke so strongly and like we all know we're all fighting for fighting we're not fighting we're hugging for the same thing can i say that yeah and, <laughs> yes yes <you>
3: can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah just the delivery was off could be a little more open uh hearing on both sides instead of just mm-hmm. a few chats on in on instagram i think that's like it, it's so crazy how like Good things and bad things just like come hand in hand, like how all the social stuff we were connecting, but then at the same time, it's just text based. So it's like, wait, how did you say that? Like when I make Mm -hmm. a a, a sarcastic like joke on someone's post and I like hit and I hit comment and I'm like, yeah, that's funny. And then I can look at it and (laughs) I was like, oh, wait. Uh, someone could read that in the wrong way yeah. you know?
4: <laughs> You're like The person that I commented to Understands it but everyone yeah. else doesn't get it Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Do I even Comment anymore? Yeah. Like should I just wait yeah. Until I see this person? Right.
3: <laughs> like, oh, I'm just going to
1: DM them, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it <laughs> So then yeah, yeah
0: I feel like we, we've as a society We've reached like this level of What you say Like you got to be really careful because you're going to be Stepping on someone's toes You can't please everybody but you also have to be cautious of what you say. But then there's going to be definitely people out there who are going to pick and look like if, if you look for a problem, you're going to find it. Like, yeah. So it's, it, it's really a hard thing to look at what you're saying, Rachel, of how like putting out um, the things that you know from people who maybe aren't sp- speaking themselves and people who aren't asking the questions to those people will never know. So it's like here you are trying to open up the conversation or at least open up a window. So it's like, hey, did you hear this thing? Just some information. You don't have to act on it, but just put it, put it in the back.
1: Mm-hmm. Put it in your pocket. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the analogy you used um from like when you come to the event and like you were you felt like you were like the shadow of like Steve or whatever, you know, and somebody like reaching their hand out because you can't see. Like, it's no different in just this, in this scenario either, right? Mm -hmm.
3: It's
1: just like, if you have a little bit of light at the end of your tunnel and you can see it, maybe help somebody else have a peek, you know?
4: Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that's actually a really good one too, is like in a giant room, like of darkness, like if you have like the smallest little, like, like lighter and you you light that, like it's going to spread and help. Even Mm -hmm. if it's not by like, you're turning on like 30 lights, it's still helping someone and helping
1: everyone else. And they're lighter.
4: Yeah, exactly. And then when like we, we all put our flames together,
1: then. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> exactly.
1: We can burn the world down. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> so shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man.
3: Why are you doing that? <laughs> if,
1: yeah, fuck. <laughs> That's right. Damn it.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Goods and bads come in waves. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, you know, they say you can't feel the good without the bad. You don't, you don't enjoy the sun without the rain. True. And True. I'm, I'm a pretty firm believer in that, but I think there is... A limit to that as well There's some bad things That are just like At this point As a species Self-inflicted And there's no fucking reason for it
3: mm. Oh yeah
1: <laughs> And that yeah and, then, yeah and that goes for all of it Whether it's like Racism, sexism Or just like Picking on someone Because they got a booger In their nose or some shit Like you make jokes <laughs> Whatever, sure, you know Like But don't just Don't hurt people
2: Yeah Yeah Yeah. Something that my parents Would always tell me Is like Seek to understand Before judging And I think now in this day and age, a lot of people forget that or they're so quick to judge or be offended by something someone says, but they don't understand the reason behind why somebody said it.
3: Yeah. And
2: I don't know. I don't want to, you know, chime in too much on this topic because this is Rachel's podcast. But you know, I well, just're the co-host,
1: you can speak in there, please.
2: Just say too that it's it's a hard topic, it's a touchy topic. Mm-hmm. But don't judge someone's character based on what they do or do not say on social media because actions speak so much louder than words and you never know what's happening behind closed doors. And Instagram is not reality. And, <laughs> you know, I think that's been something that we've been dealing with. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, and just try not to judge people for, for Instagram, I guess is my point.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. True. That's been a recent exactly. one that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That has popped up. Like, yeah, if you don't see anything and then you get like some backlash for that, it's like, man, it's like, I kind of just want to not be a not, part of it in a way, but yeah. uh, uh, to some you degree
2: are behind closed doors that they're not preaching about either too. Yeah, right. Exactly. Or, you know, people are dating to the cause or, you know, going to things in their local town. Like you never know these things, but uh-huh. if you know, wasn't on Instagram, it didn't happen. So right, right. <laughs> to judge that is my only point. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Well, yeah. Me, like maybe I'm trying not to be on Instagram so much, so I'm exactly. like not posting or I'm not looking. You know, like yeah. that's what kind of where I'm at <laughs> with that. Yeah, like yeah, totally.
2: Me too. I mean, the whole week, I mean, and not to go too far into this topic either, but the whole week of the Black Lives Matter movement when everything first happened with George Floyd, I actually had deleted Instagram off my phone for a week because I take breaks from social media because I just think it's so toxic in so many ways. And I got yeah. onto my Instagram with, you know, how many messages saying that I was racist for not posting something? I was wow. like, I wasn't on Instagram. Yeah. Like, so that's yeah. where I'm coming with this is, you know, if you are someone who wants to be vocal about, about a form, you have the, you have free speech. You can do whatever you want. You can you push your opinion about it, but just don't be judgmental to people that don't want to use their as that type of platform. Yeah.
1: Well, it's like you said, just seek to understand before you judge, right? Like those people, mm-hmm. like if they're hitting you up saying you're racist because you didn't post something, it's kind of yeah. like, maybe they hit you up and say like, hey, maybe you should post something because you have the, you know, and like open a dialogue about it. That's a different way to approach it. Right. Like I think, I think you said it earlier, Rachel. Like to be tactful, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah the beautiful word. I love that word, being tactful.
4: Yeah, I think like it. That's like my personal opinion too. Like when it comes to anything, right? Like I could, I could like something, but I don't have to put it on Instagram. I could like not agree with something. I can, I can choose not to, or I can choose to. Um, The only thing is like when it comes to like I had to have like a few like, uncomfortable conversations just to, like, start conversations. It wasn't like I was going to tag these people in, like, a story and get, like, pissed at them and, like, call out because I don't know exactly what, like, their their mind process is, right? Like, to try to understand, like, why. And the answer that I got for a lot of people were, like, they just wanted to keep it positive. And then the only, like, I started this dialogue of, like, I completely get that. And, like, it wasn't that I'm for negativity. It was more of, like the whole like solidarity and like, if somebody usually posts like literally everything about their lives on this thing, like to know, and like, we know your view on a lot of things like that that would help, you know, like actually if you have that platform, like the reason why like companies do it is because you're you're in like spotlight, you like you chose to kind of like be in there. Like the reason, like yeah. if you're a celebrity, if you're like the president, whoever, like you kind of, you, you like represent a group of people. And I think that's like where the tact comes from of like deciding mm-hmm. to say something, but just understanding and trying to figure out how to say it the best that you can, especially if like you aren't like someone that is a part of that community. So like that can be a little harder, but when it comes to, you know, your personal like things and like what you choose and choose not to do, like who am I to tell you that like, I know you're racist because you didn't do this. Like mm, that's not necessarily true because like someone could post and solidarity with the asian community and the black community and then literally walk outside as hell to their next door neighbor. And Ugh. like that's one of the reasons why like social media is so irritating sometimes is because people will just do whatever they think that you want them to do and not even like mm-hmm. do what they feel they need to do or they should do um, or what they want to do. And yeah. that's something that like I wanted that's the reason why like I started Talking more is because it felt like it was getting more and more fake. And like mm-hmm. people would just like would reach out and was like, Yeah, like we would like comment and like things like that. And like, I'm someone that, like I have feelings about certain people like when I'm like around them. And I like, granted, like maybe they're not always like right or like they usually are, at least for me. Like, I can feel that. And it's usually don't take like a hundred percent from like only knowing someone by like messaging yeah. them because mm-hmm. they could literally have someone next to them telling them what to say uh, totally. and that's that's like the scary part of social abuse like for this like technology to talk and like be in person for this but yeah. like like you said like you could comment something on someone's and like no one will ever know exactly how you said mm-hmm. it and that's scary and it's the world is people always kind of take it they're like well you can't take a joke and at the same time like you're probably right like Sometimes it is just like a joke and like you'll never know because you didn't say it in person and like you don't know that have the relationship like there's so many factors of everything like you understand anything so like I think we all just need to understand that we will never understand
3: everything
4: and just do do what we got to do to to make people feel you know safe and accepted Mm. and you know as long as you're not hurting anybody. Right.
1: Um. Yeah. Then, do you exactly you know? like you and and really you don't have to understand how someone else feels in order to look at yourself and to like self reflect, mm-hmm. you know, on yes. on your sphere of influence. You, you can like, I mean, it helps to for to try to understand. But even like knowing that you'll never understand, you can look at that and say, okay, I'm never going to understand that fully, but I can do my best to like, kind of look at them, like whether like empathetically and just put myself in their shoes and then look at myself and see how I'm influencing the people around me and how I'm putting out like what my vibes are like, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's something I think a lot of us forget too, is like how, like you're, you're, what your energy is, like what your vibe is like when you walk into a room are you making everybody like smile or or is everybody going like oh shit it's that person like or 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 whatever you know what i mean like it could be a a million different things but it's like that's something that's within your control like you is you're controlling yourself and that's all we can all do it's just like work on ourselves right Mm -hmm. try and make this better yeah I keep, I keep coming back to the same thing learning we're all learning <laughs> dude it needs to be <laughs> reset restated so many times because
0: it's like there's still plenty of people out there who don't don't notice almost just like mm-hmm. that they're causing harm and that's when it sucks like i remember uh, in my my previous company i had there was this one old woman who worked with us and she was like, you guys know, who have been to Japan, like everyone's just so nice. Like, that's the thing, like that all the tourists say, like, man, people are so nice. People are so nice. It's like they are nice, but to a fault because they'll never tell you when you did something wrong, but they'll clean it up for you afterwards. But then in the back, be like, damn, did it again. Now I got to clean it up again. <laughs> you know, so there's yeah. <laughs> yeah. there this one there's this one old lady in my in my previous job uh-huh. and she would make mistakes, but all the other like the staff would kind of fix it for her and not tell her about it and she caught wind of it and she was just like please tell me if I make a mistake like let me know because I don't want to be a burden so like let me know so so mm -hmm. just you know that's why it needs to be said again and again Raj
1: (laughs) Talk it out. I think that's like the moral of all the shit that we're saying, you know, is don't be afraid to have the hard conversation and talk it out. You can keep it positive by attacking these hard things. Like we've Mm -hmm. been pretty positive this whole episode and we're talking about some pretty heavy things. I think that's a good example. Like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be like, yeah. It doesn't have to be this big fucking hammer of like shittiness. You know, like it can be a fucking tap. It's like, yo, yeah. look look at this fucking hammer. Nobody wants to get hit with this. Cut it out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Big shitty hammers on Instagram. Unfollow it because that shit is toxic. Like, yeah, if that's anything I've learned about, like any of the stuff in the past year and a half or so, like unfollow stuff that drains you, that stresses Mm -hmm. you out. And all like within all of this too, whenever these, you know, crazy things are happening in the world, like, actually take a break from social media because you won't really have the ability to think for yourself if you're just scrolling and seeing people's opinions. Not that they're wrong, but like, that's also one of the reasons why I had deleted my Instagram during all of the stuff that happened, like, I guess almost a year ago now, a little bit over or less than a year, but because I was just like, I want to just like form my own opinion about this and like not be fed everyone else's opinion that the algorithm feeds me the same shit. (laughs) Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like take mm-hmm. a break from social media, even though it is such a great tool for us. And like it connects Kandama and like mm-hmm. our community would not be nearly what it is today without social media, but yeah. there are so many negative sides to it too, that like there there has to be a balance, you know, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. trying to find that right now, especially, but.
1: Everything in moderation.
2: Totally. Oh Yeah. Yes. Like,
1: Even kendama man, if you play kendama fucking non-stop for 12 hours a day, every day your knees are gonna fucking break yeah. in half, you're gonna fall off your <laughs> fucking you can't be doing that. Yeah
2: <laughs> moderation. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Sure. Taking breaks is good too. Like yeah. for, for creators or like artists. I know there's so many times where I'll be drawing something and like I feel like I just can continue going on it, continue like working and like doing this. I should fix that, should fix that. But then if I put it down for a little bit and I come back to it, then I could see it in a totally different light and right away be like, oh, okay. I know exactly what I want to fix. I know what's bugging me about this. Now here's the best way to fix it. So yeah, that giving yourself some space is very important.
1: Yeah, Go breathe a little bit and come back with a fresh perspective. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Quality over quantity always. Yeah. Yes. Like quantity at the end of the day, like for practice sake and like, Consistency is always key, but like something that I've always been an advocate for is like productivity is like completely different than like busy work and just like grinding because sometimes like the grind is the grind, but like you have to see and like reflect on how you're doing that. Because if you're not doing it in a productive way, you're kind of just going to burn yourself out. You don't know exactly what your intention or your goal is. And you kind of just end up drilling yourself into the ground where like I've had like in the beginning, I had like a negative relationship with Kandama, not even because of like people outside of me it was just like i had this weird like intimidation thing like i'm a perfectionist in a lot of ways so like mm. i'd get irritated with myself and do all these th- comparison things and yes. i had to realize that like it's okay for me to not be on my kendama account for over a week um, and if people unfollow me they unfollow me like that's yeah. that shouldn't affect like my relationship with Kendama because that wasn't the reason that I started the Kendama page.
3: Yeah, 100%. And like,
4: you asked me like what it was. I I always like suppress this memory, but like I literally, the maybe the third day or the fifth day I had my Kendama account, um, I posted a clip and Sweets Kendama like reposted me, which was super cool. Uh, and they tag you. And so someone had clicked on my page from Sweets and they saw that I only had, like, three posts. Um, but I had literally just started the Kinama page, so would, I would feel like it would be weird if I had, like, 100. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they made this random comment. It kind of got to me. It was, like, really weird, but it just said, I was going to follow you, but damn, only three posts. And it said, shit, pretty girls have it super easy. And I got so, like... <laughs> Okay, like... You're like, is that a compliment? Thank yeah, you for
3: complimenting.
4: I think I had to walk away for a little bit and then come back to it. And I literally, <laughs> I think I, I responded and I was like, um, the reason why I only have a few posts is I actually started this a couple of days ago, but thanks for thinking I'm pretty. That's all I said, because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I was like, what am I supposed to say to this? And like, I would get random like feelings or comments here and there that like, I was only either getting followers because I had a boyfriend that was in the economic community or that like, they're like, Oh, it's cause you're a girl or it's cause you're cute. And I'm like, what is, what does that have to do with? I just, I'm just, I'm just here. Like, I just want, I just wanted to have this space to, you know, learn something new and grow. And that's something that was super unhealthy for me for a little bit because of that comment. It kind of like, triggered in my mind that like i didn't want to get like not better but i didn't want to be like seen as much because then i figured that everyone would feel that same way and that was like unhealthy so like i just started like having these breaks in between like years and like weeks or months where like i just i need to step away for a little bit and it has nothing to do against like kendama or the people that i've met through it it's more so for my mental health and just my relationship with the with kendama and I think that's like Haley said, like it's super important to be balanced in that way because if you don't, like you're just gonna be in this like never ending like whirlpool or like black hole of like comparison and feeding into somebody's like ways or their thinking and not your own. Because mm-hmm. it's it's easy. That's the reason why is like people get so immersed in social media because it's super easy to just take from the people around you and like, yeah, like, I agree with that. I, I got this from here. Let me repost this here. Let me just say like, you're right. Yes. And then like people think that that's exactly what you think. But at the end of the day, like when you take all that away, you have to sit in your, in your mind and like, oh wait, that's not what I think. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. most people don't want to do that because they don't want to be uncomfortable. They don't want to, you know, look wrong. Even if like like they're not wrong. Like I see this photo all the time. It's the number six, and like a person on oh, this yeah. side and a person on this side, and it says I'm. It's nine. It's six. Like we're <laughs> like no one's wrong. It's just you had to see it from like my side, yeah. and like I have been here my whole life, and this is why it looks like this. So <laughs> it's so crazy that like people still um, don't look too into things um to see like why we do things or just people Mm -hmm. take it too serious or people don't listen at all or it's just like hot or cold when like just just go you know (laughs)
2: yeah well regardless of like spammy troll grom kid on the internet like you have definitely made your name in the Dama scene, like people know who you are, not because you're Steve's girlfriend or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. of course you guys are connected and you're tied, but it's not, you know, I don't really see it that way. I mean, you have an aesthetic, like your page always like looks cute, like (laughs) fun, just like happy, fun, good vibe videos. Like, yeah, it's, I love seeing more people in the community that, you know, are stepping up and posting what they want and just being themselves. and.
3: Hell
4: yeah. Yeah. That was actually a, a big thing was like you actually were like a super big inf- inspiration for me, which was like in the beginning, I was so always like so hesitant on like things because I was like, oh, no, I shouldn't do this. Or like I'm someone that really does enjoy like creating aesthetic things and like I, but, like forever ago, like, I loved Tumblr, not even to, like, <laughs> a bunch of things, but, like, I loved the way, like, my my Tumblr, like, page looked, because, like, the way that the photos were, like, rearranged and things like that, so <laughs> when it comes to, like, Instagram, it's more like, let me make my Instagram kind of, like, the way I like how it looks, like, on my Tumblr, how it used to, or, like, I love Pinterest, and, like, that kind of thing, because that's something that I really like, and I had to get over, like, what if people would judge me for it, because, that's something that I like to do. So that mm-hmm. is like honestly, thanks to you for like just being who you are and you know, doing what you want to do and being yourself because it made me want to be myself. And that's awesome. So
2: thanks, Thank Haley. You. It goes back to you. It goes to every everyone in this chat too. I mean, yeah. I do love the Dr. <laughs> community so much and everyone that's a part of it. So it is great. Yeah. hell yeah hell
1: yeah motherfucking yeah on that statement
0: yeah yeah extra props to haley definitely you you know held the flag and really flew it very strongly and luckily you had a lot of great people around you to help you continue through that path and then to shine brighter to connect with more people where now okay more women are seeing you and just like rage getting influenced to be like okay yeah fuck like let me do that shit too
3: and, <laughs> and
0: it just goes to show, like, it took years, but like now, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, Haley, there's so many new, young, as well as not young shredders. You see that? You see that?
1: You see yeah. the, the Kendama grandma. Song? Kendama yeah. grandma, who's like 82 not- in Japan. What? Dude. Oh, the one in Japan. I'm talking about a different one. Oh, there's no. like, I, I think she's American. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. She speaks English anyway. She's Kendama Grandma, I think, yeah. is the Instagram handle. Awesome. And she's just like, yeah, it's great. It's
2: fucking amazing. That's so it's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love seeing like, you. Kind
2: of on this. Topic, but like, I, this sounds like, I don't mean this to sound like cocky or anything, but at the beginning, like when people would say, oh, who's your fa- favorite female Dama player? There was like a handful to pick from. And a lot of the time they would say, oh, Haley, you know? But now I love when I hear people on other podcasts, like, you know, Breview or anyone talk about who's your favorite female player. And there's like 20 or 30 different names that come up every time. Like, Hell
1: yeah. it's
2: not me. And I'm happy it's not me because like, <laughs> there's so many girls now that are getting recognized. And Yeah.
1: It's it like you said, there's that. been a bunch of growth recently with that. And I was actually going to ask you guys, I, I have like, I mean, I don't know how much more time you got, MJ. It might be. It might have to We're be the last We're good. We're good. A little bit. Yeah. Are we good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay good. Um, I would add a question for the both of you. Um, since there's all of these new uh, female shredders and stuff popping up and stuff, who are a few of your guys' favorites that you've seen? That hey, you, any that come off the top of the head, like or that come yeah. to mind? Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, the first one that comes to mind always is Misu. Like, always uh, just blown away mm-hmm. by like. I mean, it's. I don't have to explain it.
3: If yeah, you don't, yeah you, know, you don't
2: gotta explain it. You're good.
3: I, can, yeah.
2: um, I mean, there's definitely, like definitely any of the girls who have just stuck with it for so long too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, OGs like Steph Lucier. Like, she's put mm-hmm. in time in her work. Absolutely. Uh, Steph Maud, please. God damn, a stuff, mod. Yeah. Um, you know, Kristen with Tara, of course. I know mm-hmm. she's not as active on Instagram, but she's always just done so much work for Kendama Yuka. I mean, those are the yeah. people that I do the, a lot of like work in collaboration with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, honestly, everybody like <laughs> they want to put in their time. Like, there's no female dama players I don't like. But first, I would have to say a favorite, like inspirational Misu.
1: Yeah, um, that's like. I mean. If if you're not inspired by Misu, I don't think I don't know who you think you are. (laughs) Oh man! Oh man! Yeah,
4: definitely. Yeah, Misu is one of like my favorite all-time players. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, because one, like I'm I've been playing for a little bit, but I'm like when it comes to like flipping a Ken and just like juggling and things like that, it's been taking me forever. Um, I realized why when I, am left-handed. So when I was Mm. in like junior high, I learned how to juggle, but everybody learned with like the right hand dominant. So Uh. like when it came to juggling for kendama, I was like, why does this feel so weird to me? It's like foreign (laughs) because I've learned a lot of things with my right hand, like bowling or like throwing and things like that. Like I learned opposite of like, what's actually like natural to me. So I've had to like work on that, but Misu has like been killing the stall game forever. And oh, yeah. that's something that I love to do. Like when I was a kid I would like balance something like on my finger or like on my like knee just for fun. And that's something <laughs> that like I learned that I could do with the kinama. So um, her, her, and uh i don't know how to pronounce her name but i think her name's julia she was on chrome chrome mm, i uh, believe uh, it is julia yeah she's not as active anymore but like i loved like her presence and like the way yeah. that she would just play was super chilled out and like she would do like underbirds and like axes and things the like, that. like that craziest ax-
3: axes just yeah, craziest yeah. Ones, and, like,
4: that inspired me just to like land an axe for the first time and i was super hyped if i could like get it on like underbird and like flip it over because I was like, Oh my God, I'm doing something that I thought was like going to be super, super hard because I saw someone that I'm super inspired by, but mm-hmm. uh, definitely her. And then the recent uh, sponsorships from sweets, uh, mm-hmm. been, I believe Emily and Lauren and um, uh, Chuck, Yeah, and, like they were so people like I literally before they were announced, I didn't know who they were. And Mm -hmm. I just so happened to be on social media at the time when like it was happening. And I never even met any of them in person, but through like the past, maybe however long we've been in quarantine or since they were announced, um, I've already created like friendships through them and they seem super chill. And like, they're like being inspirations, like the way that Haley is to the community where like they're sponsored, like, and I remember, I think I voiced my opinion on it too, but maybe I didn't post it, but when it, there was like a backlash with that, mm, yeah, yeah, uh, totally. but it actually came from some women, mm-hmm. which was like really weird to me. I didn't um, know. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, like the it was wrong. on, it, yeah, so there was, yeah, it, I mean, it <laughs> kind of is and kind of isn't. Like, like I said, like when it comes to reacting and being a human being, like I get it, but it, like the whole me going back to being tactful of like, yeah. you can feel a certain way, but like you got to you know, you have like a certain different process. Like if you can type that whole thing out and still click send, you know, or like click post Mm. because like it came into this whole, like there are so many better skilled players in this or they're like, they only got it because they're pretty or like they're like, they know people. And in my head, like I I think that there's a representation of like not the craziest skill set people being sponsored it's like people that are growing they're good and they're inspiring i feel like there are different mm-hmm. sponsorships you know what i mean like 100 yeah. and i mean at the end of the day like the reason why you get a job or the reason why you like are sponsored isn't not it's not like a like a nepotism thing it's not a favoritism thing it's more of like a network slash like be a good person and just have conversations with people Because, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to just go randomly and see someone really, really good and, like, automatically be like, you're sponsored. Because I don't know them, right? Like, you have to have, like, this understanding that they're a human being first. And I think that that was, like, the disconnect there. And it, like, threw me for a loop because I was, like, especially as we're growing, like, as women in the community and, like, kind of making it this mixed bag of everybody like, I was like, we should be supporting each other, you know, like, even though you're like sad that you didn't get sponsored, I understand that completely, you know, like mm-hmm. if you wanted your friend to be sponsored, but like someone got sponsored and it's representation of women. So like, let's, let's, you know, Celebrate. you don't have to, yeah, like you don't have Bad to them. take mm-hmm. away from their joy because you're sad, you know, like you can still be sad. Like that's like valid. But, like, don't publicly shame their celebration because then it kind of, like, defeats the purpose of our progression. Yeah, but, totally. Uh, yeah, like, those three ladies, like, they, especially from, like, right after, like, they got announced, like, forgetting that, like, backlash from uh, a few people and, like, comments and here and there, like, for them to even, like, stick through that and, like, just keep going, keep grinding, like, growing the way that they are. Um, I love, like, all three of them as well as... Uh, lisa kendama from doing yeah. love yeah. her oh my god uh yeah lisa's Claire sick. Mm-hmm. love yeah freaking op from like the moment i met her <laughs> but uh yeah those are just a few but like Haley said like literally everybody like there's always something super inspiring mm-hmm. just by like watching people through a screen or in person but it's awesome
3: mm-hmm
1: Hell yeah! There's some good answers. I can't. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I mean, everybody, of course, is is killing it, and it's so awesome. I just wanted to hear if you guys had a couple uh, in mind that I was like not thinking of at the moment or something. Mm.
2: Yeah, I'm I mean, sure there was more. <laughs> oh,
1: there's absolutely more. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. We're ne- we're never gonna remember everyone. Toss. That's the that's the downside.
2: Just,
1: yeah. I, I'd have to like spend a couple days beforehand making the list, and even then. Right
2: right. right. <laughs> go watch the All Girls Kandama video contest entries because yes. that's every year we've always seen like at least 3 to 5 people we've never seen before. Like usually more. But um if you know if you want to just go watch some like fun videos like please do because there were so many good entries this year and all the years before but if you just want to go like see some new ladies in the scene, you know, regardless of skill level or whatever, like just go support them, watch their videos, share their videos. Yeah. Hell yeah.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah. That's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome job Haley for always throwing that with of course the team uh, who has been creating that not only just the video form, but the, uh, the in-person events that you had in the past Awesome, awesome stuff! I was like laughing at this past one, almost like I-, I watched the announcement and I was laughing one because it was funny that everybody then learned that Instagram does four way live stream. It was one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad at technology for a millennial. It's pretty bad, but um, but we like figure out. Okay, we can get like one person in to like announce this category, and then like we'll switch, and like and yeah. then you could app wasn't updated, and it yeah. was. and then all of a sudden all four of us were just in the chat and we're like just like this like just like we are right now like on live and we're all like why if we knew this (laughs) right (laughs) good to know yeah
0: yeah so you could do that everyone but the other reason why i was laughing just like just smiling like just in awe just so surprised is i look at the lineup of the the girls that won and i was like they're all from japan or of Japanese descent. Well, I'm like, is that wild? Yeah. I'm like, the, just, yeah. just like, I mean, because like, not saying anything, stop, everyone, stop taking it like a weird way. Like, yeah. I just thought, I'm just like, man, like, please. I'm like, wow, like, this is so fucking rad. And like, as everyone knows, and so many people say, like, there's so many shredders in Japan, and well, this proves it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you can't get to that level, yeah. uh, everyone yeah. outside of Japan. But I was just like, that's amazing. I'm like, even Lisa. I'm like, yeah, she's from New Zealand, but she's Japanese. Like, still, I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Like, yeah. just smiling, and laughing. But, but I'm sure there are girls out there who are like, man, like, why should I even try? And I'm sure there's dudes who are for for like the rod for the New Year's new new vid mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. contest. I'm sure new there's new some edit. people that we're looking at it and we're like, should I go? Should I not? But there's not like a pro division. So like, if I do enter, like, what's the point? But we
1: know that. That was, that was why I wanted to include so many sponsors and get so many mm, different perspectives and different prizes. And the only thing about that contest that I like I don't want to say i regret it but it was a bad thing was that i didn't know that you guys were doing the all girls contest at the same I fucking didn't
2: time you oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> i know it was, and i felt so bad i was like fuck but mine's a new year's where, like i can't change the date i'm like, fuck. like,
2: <laughs> like no i'm totally kidding no, <laughs> no. When, when i could have
1: done chinese new year i guess but
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tonight when we all were meeting for our judging, uh like judging meeting, Kristen was like, Fraud feels so bad. Like he <laughs> so bad. like he took over our comp. And I was like, I honestly didn't even like think about it. But then I realized, oh, like Misu didn't enter, but she probably would have if like, you know, she had to pick yeah. one of the other. But we'll probably just we'll figure, we'll, we'll chat about this later yeah, in the time. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. But getting back to what we were talking about is like that, that was why I like wanted to include all these different prizes and different, like, not just the prizes themselves, but I tried to encourage all of the other sponsors to like choose something like a different kind of way to look at it. Right. Where like, yeah, I was, I was going to pick my two favorite edits, whatever, which was impossible. I still wish I could have chosen 15, Um (laughs) But uh, and then like, you know, like sweets came in with like the the background like of it. So like it encourages people to go find a cool place to film or like, you know, like uh, Glow Ken had like the Kente Award where it was like the mm-hmm. people doing like Kente tricks, like the lower level tricks, which is like that's exactly what I wanted. You know, I wanted everyone to feel welcome to do it. I wanted everyone to like n- not be like, oh, I'm never going to win. Like I want yeah. I just just go fucking have some fun making edits like yeah. that's like that's what it was always about back in the day when we first started making edits like the first the first raw dama edit i ever made is like the worst quality you'll ever see it's, it's <laughs> right. trash if you can right. find it um yeah and but like i made it all in the day and i just like i just like yo i got some dama tricks i'm gonna make a fuck i got a camera i'm just gonna make an edit i'm gonna have fun with it exactly and like and that's just what it was all about i just want everybody else to experience that
2: Looks like it was filmed on like a baby monitor or some shit. Oh man, it was it was (laughs) a whole thing, man. Yeah,
1: it was
2: (laughs) was that that four full
1: megapixels. (laughs) No, there's a single megapickle. That's it. (laughs)
3: That's all you
1: get. (laughs) Yeah, one (laughs) megapickle. (laughs) that's all i that's all i had on that edit for damn sure it's it's bad there's like some mad interlacing and shits every time there's movement which is the whole time there's just lines in it it's just like what the fuck i yeah and anyways yeah (laughs) we've come a long
0: way (laughs) right but yeah no that's definitely awesome i do like that that style of doing it so you don't have to make a am and pro division kind of thing where yeah. it's like everyone pretty much has an equal shot because the the things that these judges are looking for are mm-hmm. so different, and you can just focus on one thing if you really want to get like, there was what? Who was someone did like a, a hardest downspike? It was like, Lotus Artist or downspike. something quill, did that. quill, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, all right, you could have just made your video just like downspiking as like the whole thing, like, just go back, watch like 2013, 2014 Tokyo. Vids and watch his downspikes, yeah. just
1: recreate those like a hundred percent, yeah, exactly, yeah, or even like cereal kendama did the like the breakfast b roll, like, oh, like, th- dude, right? I like,
0: totally forgot about that. And when I was yeah. watching all the videos, like, two of them started off with like cereal and going with mm-hmm. milk and stuff, I was like, oh, that was kind of t- funny yeah. how like they thought of the same thing,
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it was good. Like, I, it was uh, it was kendama goblin and um. I always think his edit It was in Japanese It said Sutera no. Oh yeah, yeah it was yeah. Stella Adrian Stella a, is his yeah. name Yeah But yeah It was it was good Yeah Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so
0: for the girls comp You kind of uh, did something similar to that No? This time Yeah
2: So um, usually we do like an AM and a pro And then just pick top three And then this year We decided to do more of like the You know categories Or like almost like Downspike award type categories So we did like best cinematography um, most progressed, you know, there was five categories like best banger, whatever, youngest. And then we went through the videos and we're like, there are so many good videos. Like we actually cannot pick. And so we ended up creating <laughs> feel that. categories because like some people fit in multiple categories, but didn't necessarily like, you know, we couldn't pick. It was just so hard. And so we ended up having seven categories and, you know, doing it that way. I don't know if it's better or worse, but mm. It was a fun way to switch it up at least.
0: Yeah, so. it's, it always can be improved or evolve. There might mm-hmm. be some mistakes as it changes, but yeah, yeah. I think it's still, the, the whole the whole point is to have everyone get a little more active and yeah, uh, confidence in, in putting something out like that. That's,
1: 100%. That's the best thing. Yeah like if i had the time and the resources i would have made every entrant a kendama. I just there's just no way. 79 is a lot of damas. <clears throat> yeah yeah. <laughs> or 78, sorry. that would be a lot, yeah, dude. Yeah.
3: Crazy. But
1: yeah, but that's the I'm I'm fucking hiring judges next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it all by myself. I only uh i kind of did and i still had to choose two but any yeah. Hell's hell, yeah hell yeah, dudes. I think this has been a great episode so far. We've we've had a couple of hard hard discussions. We've had some yep. light discussions. We've had some laughs, some good shit. Exactly. It's been it's been a great time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just want to thank thank uh, you both for coming on again, Haley for helping co-host and Rach for just coming and and being Rach and yeah. Thank
2: okay. you. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Everyone, everyone here, I love you all. Rach likewise. Just- Keep up all the good stuff. I love all your content. (laughs) I also didn't know you sang, and I recently saw that. Why? Don't Uh say that.
3: No. Oh. (laughs) No, No, we all know she sings. I'm just joking.
2: Okay. (laughs) Anyway, you're just like a very well-rounded, talented, like cute, stylish, aesthetic, awesome person, and I love seeing what you post and just keep it up. So.
4: Yeah. uh, That's something that like i was super insecure about at first when it came to the Kanama community too though was like i've i granted like you are your worst critic so like i think i'm mediocre at a lot of things Mm. and like i'm not like really really good at like one thing so like Mm. if anything like i i dance the most so like that's like kind of like where a lot of my time or like more of my time goes but sometimes it's like really hard because i love learning and like like getting good at stuff so like (laughs) i'll like find something and i'll like still like to do it but like i'm never like this is like everything and like this is where i'm going so um i appreciate your support like i i definitely have been super weird with like feeling like i don't belong in the community for a lot like for like a while because i was like oh this isn't like my whole world so i was like i don't belong here but like i've come to realize like through inspiration Mm -hmm. of like you and like everybody like just do like what like you want to do, like be yourself and um, thank you for being like a consistent inspiration and like motivation for me. Like I remember, uh, I think it was MKO 2018, uh, where you got, when did you get announced?
2: It was 2018. 2018,
4: yeah. yeah. And we, like, watched your video, and I was, like, so in awe. I was like, oh, my God, Haley can do so much stuff. Like, it was <laughs> super inspiring. And, like, even though, like, I'll probably never be able to get, like, certain tricks, like, it's still awesome to know that, like, you put in, like, work to to be where you are. And as long as you're doing that, like, you are also super inclusive with everyone around you. And I've never had bad vibes with you or once I meet all of you guys, like in person, hopefully one day, uh, yeah, yeah, one day. Well, it'll it'll happen. It'll happen. I mean, it's definitely been like a year, but I'm sure, I'm sure things are looking up now, but oh yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for, for taking the time to, um, talk to me and Haley and just put all of this together. It's a super, uh, needed i think in the community like kind of podcast and just like a perspective and like an open thing that like people can come to like relate to and just listen and hang out and have fun Mm -hmm. um but it was super fun and i appreciate you guys so thank you for this
0: yeah awesome thank you so much more than welcome yeah super excited about it super excited to get it out to everyone who's listening if you are if you've made it this far thank you so much Uh, (laughs) if you'd like to support
2: Kid entertainment yes.
0: And the Diamond Nerds You can do so We have a Patreon page We got a bunch of different uh, tiers that you can select uh, But the biggest thing If you want to watch these videos Because we have full video episodes That go on the Patreon So just mm-hmm. sign up for a buck a month And you can have access to that Early access usually uh, Edit them out, mm-hmm. put them out um, So enjoy, definitely it would mean a lot uh, mm-hmm. If you sign up and check it out
2: Yeah, maybe just to get a a little perspective here. If you sign up for the Patreon, five dollars a month is literally one overpriced coffee at Starbucks. Oh, it's true. Starbucks, or you can support your local DOM community for just five dollars a month.
4: Yeah, and everyone knows that if you go to Starbucks, you go more than once a month. So, (laughs) like, you can sacrifice one
2: of those drinks. Yeah.
1: I saw a similar, a similar post. Somebody said something about the nerds Patreon, but the $1 tier, and they said, skip the McChicken and go support nerds. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: You're
2: not wrong.
3: (laughs)
1: Yeah. I forget who it was. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we definitely appreciate it. You know, MJ's over there grinding out all sorts of projects for entertainment, but yeah. Yo, I just started a new one.
0: I started a new one. I'm, I'm oh. doing. I'm bringing back the news. I want to just highlight this because I'm trying to spread it out a little more. Um, oh, every yeah. week, live on the Ken Entertainment YouTube channel, I am doing weekly roundup Dama news because you guys remember Dama news, like people used to do it. Remember. There's like videos where Azrin did it for a bit. And that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. 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 But everyone just gets so tired and it becomes difficult. They're like, should I do a week? Should I do a month? But like, if you do the month, like if you're in the community, you're following everyone's IG. So it's not news anymore. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to cut that middleman right in fucking half. And I'm like, let's just do a live (laughs) every week because it's easy for me to do. It's easy for people to digest if they miss something within the week. So that's what I'm doing. Come hang out on YouTube. There you go. Yeah, you get your happens. break from the social
1: media and all your Dama news all at the same time. Exactly. Dude it. It up. <laughs> stay, yeah. Stay Kendertained. So everyone, that was
0: episode four, seven of Dama Thanks for hanging out again, Rach. Thank you so yes, much yes. for taking the time. Haley, we'll see you on the next episode. You'll be joining yes, us again. Will. So Haley, you want to do the outro? Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. On that note, <laughs> the
2: nerds are uh, <laughs> And on that note, the, the nerds, nerds are out. <laughs> okay, bye.